Welcome everybody to episode six of Mondelez Bite. I'm Kelly Farrell, CGA Manager for Community and Sustainability, and we are celebrating 10 years of our Health for Life community programme on this session today. I am delighted to have with me Dr Sandra Passmore from Services for Education and Sam Woods from the Conservation Volunteers, also known as TCV, who are our delivery partners on the, this fantastic programme. Um, so, Sandra, if I come to you first, um, as I've said, Services for Education deliver um, our Health for Life programme in schools. Um, Sandra, can you introduce yourself and tell our listeners a little bit more about Services for Education and your involvement in Health for Life over the last 10 years? Yes, yeah, certainly. Um, hello to you all. Uh, so, Services for Education, we are a charity. We're based in Birmingham, but we work uh, across the West Midlands and actually wider. Our role is about supporting all education staff and organisations working with education, so particularly around safeguarding, health and well-being, teaching and learning, and also music. So we started working 10 years ago, as I said, about with Health for Life because it fits so beautifully in with our ethos about, as I said, health and well-being and teaching and learning. So we worked very closely with Mondelez to develop the concept and right from the start we were very keen on it being sustainable, about it having an impact. We really did want to make a difference to children's lives and also to have that reach to actually reach quite a number of people. So you know, 10 years ago we started off really quite small with about uh, 20 schools and now over the 10 years we've reached nearly uh, 200 schools and probably I think going on for about 66 thousand pupils and that's plus the staff and the parents so you know it's been a fabulous 10 years about working together to make this huge impact it has indeed thank you sandra and we're going to talk a bit more about that impact very shortly uh, but before we do um sam welcome um you have been delivering health for life in the community with us um with tcv for the last 10 years so if you could please introduce yourself and for those of the for those people that don't know who TCV are, could you tell us a bit more about them and how you've been involved in Health for Life? Great. Yes, thanks, Kelly. Uh, yeah, so I'm Samantha Woods. I'm a, a senior project officer with the Conservation Volunteers in Birmingham, uh, delivering the Health for Life programme. Uh, Conservation Volunteers is a national charity. We've been going all the way since 1959, uh, connecting people with green spaces. So our core mission is happier, healthier communities. And traditionally, TCV used to take people, or well, still does take people out into the countryside to do countryside management. Uh, but we also increasingly have been working in urban settings, including places like Birmingham and Leicester in the Midlands. Um, and where we support people to connect with nature and to, to become happier and healthier through the kind of spaces that the Health for Life programme makes available. So over the course of the programme in 10 years, there have been 17 what we call green gym sites, but that's nothing to do with equipment or uh, lifting weights. It's just being out in nature, connecting with nature. Um, in a really supportive, friendly group that's got a group leader that will help people to kind of fulfil their potential and at the same time to make beautiful spaces around the city. So thanks to the support from Mondelez, we've managed to, over the years, open about 17 of the green gyms. We've had thousands of volunteers come through, through and particularly in this kind of 
post-COVID period, we're just getting so much feedback from people about what a huge difference being outside and connecting with nature has, has made. So it's an amazing partnership to have and, and a great programme for us. Thank you, Sam. And I would echo that having worked on the programme over the last 10 years that, you know, we brought both of you as partners on board because you were the experts in those fields. Um, and as you said, Sandra, you know, for us, the impact that we wanted to make was to um, inspire and engage people to lead those healthier lifestyles. So it was very much part of our purpose then. It's very much part of our purpose now where we're looking to empower people to snack right. Um, and I guess for us, particularly in the UK, that supporting our local communities is and always has been such a huge part of our purpose and values. And so that's why we created the programme, but also because we were starting to see some um, health issues, I guess, coming through, particularly in, in some of the schools in Birmingham. Um, but I think I certainly couldn't have imagined the impact that we have had over the last 10 years and, and the longevity that the programme has had as well. And the fact that we're, we're still opening green gyms, we're still working our way through some of the schools through Birmingham and just that real positive impact that we've had across I mean, it's over 150,000 people, isn't it? And that's school children, teachers, their parents, those local communities. I mean, it's just been incredible. Yeah, I, I would echo that. I think that, you know, we knew it was going to be a good programme because we spent quite a lot of time, didn't we, sitting down and thinking through what we wanted it to be, but also what we didn't want it to be. We didn't want it to be that flash in the pan kind of thing that actually it looks good but actually there's no substance to it we actually wanted to make sure that it was really properly embedded in the curriculum the ethos the sort of living being of the school so it's not just when the schools the the teachers are working on it over the 18 months actually we use that 18 months to embed it so that the work carries on and I think that's what makes it such a powerful program really doesn't it that we know that it's embedded that we know that it, the longevity goes on we know that it impacts lots of people I mean we did start when we developed it to make sure there was an evidence base for it and then we've been collecting the evidence as we go through so you know we've actually published the evidence about the impact that it's made and that has helped win some awards for it as well so I think you know it's nice to get that award recognition but I think we get the award the recognition for it because of actually the strength and the depth of uh, of the work that we do which is also um, about the partnership that we have as well to help support the work within the schools. Yeah and I remember actually that um, to be honest that piece of work at the beginning I remember being quite painful it was an interesting journey to go through, but I guess we were, you know, we were trying to make a behaviour change and that kind of mm. um, impact is quite difficult, isn't it? So I remember it did take quite a long time at the start, but is paying dividends now. Um, and I guess um, it, it kind of only feels like yesterday we set up our first green gym. Mm. As you say, we've um, created 17 spaces, but... Mm. You know, we're still opening up new green gyms across South Birmingham. We recently yeah. opened the one at Roheath in Bourneville. So, again, you know, loads of momentum in the community space there as well. Absolutely. And I think what's really interesting is over the course of this last 10 years, there's been a real recognition 
across the board of the health benefits of this kind of work in schools, in the community for, for adults and children, you know, of connecting with nature, connecting with food growing, you know, connecting with just, you know, um, trees and plants you know the, the the fresh air the the and the company the importance of that as a social kind of mechanism and i think there's more and more evidence being built up over, about these benefits that you know now now something that started 10 years ago which was quite groundbreaking is now kind of you know it's commonly understood that that it's almost a prescription for health to go out and do these kind of things so i think it was you know the program's always been kind of ahead of the game really yeah, and I think also, um, I think also something that else has added to the richness of it all is actually uh, being able to use volunteers as well, because schools have always wanted that extra bit of support. So I know that we've had parents come in to help, but you know, and some schools have, you know, fabulous support from parents. But some schools struggle a little bit or maybe so actually by using the volunteer scheme through through Mondelez about going out and sort of kickstarting the developing it all and especially about setting up the garden. So then the parents can come in and help grow. The pupils can start using it. I think it's been excellent. And that has been all the way through, um, you know, the, the 10 years. But as Sam said, I think the sort of we've all learned about the benefits of being outdoors during the lockdown and how good it is not only for physical health but that mental health isn't it so actually um you know the work that we've carried on and through the lockdown has been uh, has been so important Mm-hmm. I mean, we made a lot of changes during the lockdown. So we opened whenever we could, you know, whenever the restrictions would allow for it. But even when we weren't able to sort of deliver face to face, we were doing online sessions with people. We've sent out thousands and thousands of packs of seeds. We've done um, online work with Mondelez colleagues where we had a couple of growing sessions online. Um, and they were really popular with people because I think a lot of people then were, you know, able to grow things in their own home when they weren't able to come out and grow in the community so it's been really it's been really lovely from the point of view of the of the Mondelez staff um who come and volunteer as you said Sandra they you know they've built the gardens that then we've had other groups of volunteers come in and work on on a, on a weekly basis so the the new one at Row Heath for example um that was built by Mondelez staff the beds were built by Mondelez staff and then now we've got a regular group coming in and benefiting from those beds so it's a really lovely spread of, of things you know happening sort of from within Mondelez then out into the community it's got a lovely feel to it I think yeah and I I can lay claim to at least making some raised beds in one of the secondary schools at the start of the Mm. program um so that was an adventure for the team and actually Sam Mm. you mentioned the virtual Mm. grow your own sessions that we've had with colleagues and as you say they were so popular that actually we've pulled together a, a new connection group called Green Fingers at Mondelez uh, on Yama. So we've got lots of colleagues uh, sharing photos of their green spaces, tips, advice on what people are growing. And as you say, you know, we all saw in the news that people just couldn't get hold of seeds or plants mm-hmm. during lockdown because everybody turned to, you know, activities that they could do in their gardens outside. And um, I know we had some really lovely quotes from from people that you sent seeds out that actually people had decided to grow food for the first time in their lives as well and and hopefully that that will uh, continue as we we come out of lockdown and Mm -hmm. I think on that COVID point and you said that we were 
you know, where possible, you, um, you know, try to keep those green gyms open. What we did see was that um, at our green gym site, we've got one at the QE hospital. And I think, Sam, it's fair to say that a lot of the NHS staff that were at the QE actually found that um, that space really beneficial during those really hard months. Um, yeah. Just to be able to go outside, get some fresh air and, as you say, be in a green space, you know, to help them cope really with the with the COVID front line. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think there was one person who was sort of working on on the front line and, you know, who um, I think it was a she, she said, um, without the green gym, my life has returned to being a hamster wheel of work, eat, sleep, repeat, you know. And so I think it just for people to be able to go out and have that break from you know the the stress of dealing with the pandemic and to be able to go out and be in nature was really really important and you know and it's really great with you know obviously the greek the green gym at kiwi is continuing and it's really um it creates a really beautiful space in the grounds i think that that even those people who aren't coming to volunteer on a day-to-day basis can walk around there and and see the food growing and um glenn our project officer there always makes you know he always grows lots of sunflowers they, they look like really beautiful spaces as well as being productive the green gym sites that particular site is is you know it's it's uplifting for everyone i think well so the sally oak site so we were there actually yesterday morning yeah. weren't we and um you know there is i think there's a waiting list for many of the sites now because people mm-hmm. like you say have realize that they need that connection to outdoor green space and so Mm -hmm. as I say we were there yesterday and um, Laura who runs the site there had got a timetable of people obviously COVID safe coming in and out just to enjoy the space to take produce and seeds and it was just Mm -hmm. it was it was just lovely it was so lovely to be there and to Mm -hmm. see all of those local people coming together and just enjoying that space. Yeah, it's it's been really lovely. And I think this year we've had a lot more, TCB has been working more closely with the schools as well, Sandra. So we've been going into, you know, support some of the schools that are part of the programme, which has been a really nice bit of... um, Mm cross-pollination for for us yeah, I mean, that's the thing the schools have been open all the way through I mean people talk about schools being closed but they haven't absolutely they've been open every single day for uh, key worker children vulnerable children other children that's needed and actually w- what being able to do is being being able to maintain health for life and do those sort of like the cooking part of it as well as the growing as well as the physical activity has helped children uh, re-establish friendship groups as well because you know one of the things about the the pandemic is that at isolation isn't it you know we talk about you know when the bubbles close and about being self-isolated but I think it's actually the lack of human contact sometimes and and the space so actually by being able to do the the cooking being able to do the growing being able to do some of those um, really important fundamental parts not only is it really good for the curriculum but I think it's about re-establishing um, those human bonds as well which is what's so fundamental isn't it to actually how we learn to grow and how we learn to develop as a as a person as well yeah and I guess linked to that I remember seeing some it was a scary story on on I don't know some news channel about um, you know the smaller children, particularly at nursery school, had not been in that setting for so long that you know they were struggling to be able to yeah. use cutlery again. Mm-hmm. You know they just lost those skills, and that's why 
Health for Life in our nursery schools is a really important program as well because, as mm -hmm. you say, they're starting to learn all of those skills that will, you know, take them on throughout the rest of their lives. Yeah, yeah, and I think you know, is isn't learning isn't just about passing exams. Learning in its fundamental thing is actually about how to take your place in society. It's actually about how to grow as a human being, isn't it? And actually caring for things, caring for other people, caring for things is so important. And that's why growing is so brilliant. You know, I'm, you know, I still grow stuff and I still get excited when the seeds that are planted come up. And then when you actually get to cook it and eat it, you know, it, it's so satisfying. And it's one of those those pleasures that never goes away so I think it's really uh, goes to the heart of what learning is really about it's about that planning it's about that patience it's about the the achievement in the sort of small aspects of life and how it helps build in the caring and the sharing you know and we've built in various other things that help schools we've built in about the cookathon haven't we so actually about trying to do this mass cooking we've had fabulous support from sort of michelin starred uh, chefs to do that so we're built in about the cookathon we're built in about linking in with gardeners world so actually they get to showcase the work that they're doing but at the heart of it is still that fundamental sustainable impact about putting it into the curriculum so that all children can benefit from it and I think that's why the the program has been so fabulous and actually has um has maintained its impact yeah no I agree and we are well some of the team are prepping for Gardener's World uh at the NEC in in a couple of weeks time and like you say we've we've got health for life schools that are still pulling together those mm -hmm meal in a barrow so they're mm -hmm. they're invited back year on year as you say to take part in the cookathon and to take part in in the barrows so um you know it's fantastic that we've been able to keep that contact with many of them over the last 10 years so i guess um i'm really proud of this program and i've loved working with you both and the teams over the last 10 years um i'm going to put you on the spot now so i'm going to come to you first sandra if you can possibly pick a proud moment over the last 10 years um what would it be um well, that's incredibly difficult there's so many proud moments i think i think one there's a couple i want to choose one is that we we set it up so that schools can actually um improve on what they're currently doing so there's a framework it, it's not set but what we say is whatever you're doing now we want you to improve on that and we you need to improve in physical activity the the cooking the growing but involving parents and some schools have actually raced away with it and actually been brilliant some schools have been slower at it and we've supported them but for you know and I think it's actually seeing seeing the difference it makes in the schools and it might it might take 18 months sometimes it takes three years doesn't it that we've actually been working with these schools but I think it's far more important that they go at a pace that is sustainable and makes a difference and I think what I'm really proud of is the is the partnership. I think that, you know, we, we couldn't have done this by ourselves. We needed to link in with partners such as TCV and, you know, absolutely link in with Mondelez. But we've also linked in with other partners like Adult Education and a whole host of other people. And I think it's that network and the bringing together all of these different partners um, 
that's that's made a huge difference and um and i think that's it it's, it's the difference that we've made to children's lives i think has been um you know when i reflect back on the last 10 years you know that's that's what i see fantastic thanks sandra and sam if i come to you your proud moment i'd, I'd echo sort of that all of that 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 sandra's just said and i think you know whenever i see the barrows that the children have created for garden as well do you just get that swelling of pride for each and every one of them because they're all so creative and you just know how much love and education has gone into cre- creating all of those it's very moving i found we had uh, we had them laid out at selly oak yesterday um the ones that are going in for this year after such a tough year and they're they're so individual so creative um yeah that always makes me feel really really proud to see that and then i think just the feedback that we get i mean i don't think you could pick out one individual comment but just collectively you know the work that the volunteers do when they come to the green gyms and how much they put into it you know every single thing that they do makes me feel proud of the program and just glad that we've you know got this partnership that's providing that yeah agree well um thank you both so much for the last 10 years but also (laughs) for joining me today um as I said, it's it's been an absolute joy to work on this project with both of you and the teams on this amazing programme. I'm really proud of our impact and I know you are too. Um, but if our listeners want to find out a bit more about Health for Life, you know, there's a lot of information there after 10 years. Um, Sandra, where can they find out a bit more about uh, the work we've done with Services for Education? Uh, probably the best place is to go to our website, so servicesforeducation.co.uk. If you go to the House of Life page, what you'll find on there is a whole load of videos because every year when we have the award ceremony, we do a video which takes place in two or three schools and actually is a sort of uh, is features like their journey over the 18 months and there's you can actually hear from the children, from the parents, from the school teachers and loads of photographs that show the impact. So uh, go there, watch these videos. We, what we distilled down is about 18 months work into about, you know, four or five minutes. But that will really show the essence of the impact that we do with Health for Life. And that will be the best place to start, really. Yeah, they are fantastic. Thank you, Sandra. And Sam, uh, for anybody who wants to know more about tcv or health for life or even if they're in the birmingham area and want to join a green gym where should they go and look for more information yes so our website is www.tcv the just the letters dot org dot uk um, and if you pop your postcode in so you'll come up to a, a front web page if you pop your postcode in it will tell you all of the activities that are happening locally to you um, including sort of all our green gyms but also our bird song walks um, all of our healthy eating sessions are on there as well um, and we have a lovely vibrant um facebook page we also have a a facebook group that talks about healthy eating and food growing as well so if you look us up on facebook and the conservation volunteers birmingham and west midlands and then you can see you know lots of lovely pictures again of of the green gyms and what's going on and the great produce that's coming out and fantastic thanks sam thank you sam thank you sandra for joining us again for this Mm -hmm. uh, podcast um and here's to the next 10 years yeah absolutely thank you very much (laughs) and thank you very much to our listeners for joining us again if you want to check out any previous podcasts search Mondelez Bite on Spotify for the whole series